Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of SMV Radio. This is a very exciting time. And this show, as I'm sure you heard, is just for the gentlemen. So, fellas, what up? This is a space where you can be yourself, right? You don't have to be too PC and essentially have your communication styles neutered. Because one thing that ladies don't know or understand is that even in the most regular places, like even at work, men have to be themselves in this specific box right here. And I'm sure ladies can understand that as well, especially in terms of dress styles, right? As we discussed on episode, uh, on Poetic Charm number 44, right? But this show is for men specifically, right? So this is just a disclaimer for the ladies because we're not trying to upset you on purpose, right? Even at all. It's just a space for men to be themselves and without having to alter themselves or edit themselves, right? Essentially, the whole concept of a man cave, right? There needs to be specific time away from ladies, just as ladies always remind the fellas that they need time away from them as well, right? So it's, it helps create that balance. So some of you might be wondering, what on earth does SMV stand for? And it stands for Sexual Marketplace Value right? For lack of better words. Um, I thought about DMV, so dating marketplace value, but again, that's literally illustrating the concept I was just talking about in real time when you edit yourself and become a little too PC so you don't hurt the feelings of someone else. And when you micromanage that aspect of yourself, and we're talking to men here, when you micromanage your masculinity, that is void of masculinity. And I think we see more and more that more men are being more feminized, right? By the way, I have to shout out, of course, my boy Shido5, rest in peace, Shido5. He was definitely supposed to be part of this project. So he will be with us in spirit all times, right? So shout out to Shido5. Gotta shout out my dad, of course, right? One of the best men that I know. What a great example for me. And I'm sure a lot of other brothers out there appreciate the father figures in their lives, right? And then I'll actually have to shout out my boy KG, who has this brand for this shirt. So let's go fit fam. So the link is in the description for that. So awesome shirt to work out with or just, you know, look immaculately cool in as I'm demonstrating right now. This show this shit is hot. I love the logo, love the colors. And guys, they're selling hot. So and KG's my boy. He's on my show every week. But I had to wait like a month just to get it. So you might want to get on that ASAP, right? Rocky. <laughs> but yes, sexual marketplace value. 
is essentially reminding men of their actual value. Because we'll see in society where things like masculinity are vilified, right? At all ages, right? The whole aspect of boys being boys is now demonized. I mean, if you even look at the commercials, right? Or uh, PSAs, masculinity is vilified. Now, let's not be, you know, let's not be transparent. There are aspects of masculinity in the world that are toxic. However, there's equally with feminine energy as well. So we're, our goal here is to have at least a million guys get back to that zest of being themselves. I mean, it's very important. And I feel like if you had more men being men, a lot, of, a lot less fucked up things in the world would happen. Which is the goal, because simply men would not stand for that. So the first topic that we're all going to get into is your actual value, right? Your sexual marketplace value. So as we see in society, we're often told, or let's say not told, that it's not as valuable as it should be, right? For instance, if you are with, and again, not trying to offend anyone here, you, you see, you see all, it is happening again, right? But this is the space for that not to happen. So we're just going to dive right in. So even if, let's say you're with a single mother, and th I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, if you're a, let's say two people at the age of 30, if you're a single man at the age of 30, right? Society will tell you that your value on the dating scale would be less than than a woman at 30. Why? Because you would be expected to play the father role for a father that was for a child that isn't yours. Now, which is cool, right? Different strokes for different folks. However, a lot of men will enter that situation thinking that that's the best that they can do. And that's not true, right? It's about the mentality. So again, that's why I'm speaking to the gentleman specifically, right? Some of y'all would be considered in your in your mind and perspective lucky to have a woman who already has a child by someone else thinking that's the best that you can do so usually guys when we settle down we settle down because we think that's the best that we can do when I mean, that's not always true and that could be a detrimental decision if you don't understand your value okay g in the house appreciate you my bro and to the and like i said the links are in the description as well right so just to illustrate the concept of your value, let's go to an aspect of society that I do agree with a thousand percent, but also the other aspect of it that's the unfortunate reality, right? So this sentiment here, I agree with a thousand percent. Hey, deadbeat dads of the world, I got a message for y'all. How could you create something that looks like this and not take care of it? Look at him. Look at him. How could you not want to be around him all the time? Right? You used to live in my balls, Cairo. I made you. How could I ever walk out of your life? Ever. I would never walk out of your life. And if I didn't have to make money and pay bills and get you fly and your sister and your, your sisters and your brother fly. I would spend 24 hours of the day with you. What I'm saying is, fellas, you make something 
responsible and take care of it. It's not even me preaching. Even, even if the moms is the B word that won't let you see her, see a kid, take her to court, give visitation. Look at this, man. These are great moments right here. Right? <laughs>
I've had doubts. What so I went that DNA test. Nevaeh is not mine. She's not my daughter. Why would you do this? She loves you, though. Why would you do this? She's not my daughter. Why would you do this? Why would you cheat? I didn't cheat. Why would you cheat on me? I didn't. That's proof right there. DNA test. Nevaeh is not my daughter. But babe, really? Out of all days, you had three years to give this to me. Now you want to give this to me? All right, listen. You and Nevaeh got to the end of the month to get out of my house. You're kidding, right? I'm not kidding. But you that's your daughter. You your daughter had to the end of the month to get out of my house. But that's Kelly. your daughter. It's not my daughter, Kelly. Yes, it is. The paperwork says it's not my daughter. Why would you do this? I am not the father. No. Stop, babe. Can we just talk? Get the camera out my face. Can we just talk? Get it There, there we go but yes i think we get the point right and as she's saying right damn right but what do we see there the entire interaction i'm sure the gentleman will be able to to see this right when presented with facts and certainty the only response she had was emotion so it's a, an emotional response to a logical prompt. And that's usually what happens when you don't take accountability for your actions. Right. And I guess in this situation, all the women are saying, oh, he's not taking accountability for his actions. Right. Society will say he's not taking accountability for his actions. Right. That's where we started with the original clip. Taking accountability for your actions. So that accountability is higher for men than for women. Because even in this situation, automatically our preconcept, pre, excuse me, preconceived notions, right, our programmed thoughts already are to make sure that the man holds that emotional burden in that situation. The entire time, the young lady is trying to deflect, right? But how often do we hear this language to us when presented with these facts? because you're not addressing the reality in the room. And as we all know, as men, right, our superpower is facts and logic. This is what we do. This is what we know innately, right? You don't even have to practice that. However, in a world that is more emotional than logical, even if you look at the whole consumerist society, I mean, market, marketing and advertising is created around an emotion, right? You must create an emotion in order to sell something. The best marketers will tell you that, right? And it's the same concept with society. So in society, you'll have elements like this where the young lady is not taking any accountability at all. And there will be some women who are watching that, not for guys, right? Well, some guys, right? Let's say. But for the most part, we'll be like, wait, what? Like, damn, right? But there would be some women who would be like, you know what? And she, you saw how she said the numbers, right? Like, wow, you've been here for three years, right? So for that gentleman, please be careful. 
because in some states you can be in that situation. And if you're in the child's life for a couple of years, depending on the state, you may be liable for child support. So even though that was like a long term, ta-da, right? Whenever I saw something like that, I was just like, <sighs> right. I mean, but at that point, if you're doing something like that, ladies, what did you expect what was going to happen? And again, that accountability. So the same thing she said to him, like, oh, you you knew for three years, you do it today. Well, you knew for three years, you didn't say anything. Ladies, accountability, gents, accountability at the end of the day, right? And if your name is on the birth certificate. So as the son, thank you, cheese, as a son of an attorney, I look at things in terms of negligence and torts, right? So when I see a concept like this, and yes, she definitely was dead wrong, obviously, right? But cheese is talking to the ladies out there. I view this as premeditated fraud on her part. Right, even though it may not be the Juris Doctorate version of premeditated fraud, the concept and premeditated and premeditated fraud is presented here, plainly. So she had conspired, right? And you can hear her testimony, right? She conspired to do something behind his back, and then committed to that lie, right? So. What does she say? I didn't cheat. And in her hand, a piece of paper that's legal doctrine with the proof that she did, which is interesting, right? And this is how men and women are different, right? Let's celebrate our differences. And when you understand women and the nature of women in those situations, sometimes they will not be able to address the truth in the room unless they're emotionally prepared to do that. And usually when they're emotionally prepared to do that, that's usually when they're ready to walk away. Right, but when you want something to continue, right, unobstructed, usually you'll do whatever it takes, including lying to keep it there, right? Keep things as normal. So that's interesting, right? But. As we see, gentlemen, if you don't understand your value, things like that can happen. And as I said before, some women, again, this doesn't apply to all of them. Thank the Lord. However, it applies to everyone, right? Because only your actions will demonstrate if what you say actually means what you say. Right. You will only be able to do that. Right. And be special and be, you know, exceptional by your actions, because we can all say it. As I said before, every lady and their mother will say, oh, my daughter is X, Y and Z, as they should. Right. That's your daughter. Right. But we all understand that's marketing <laughs> at the end of the day. And only your actions can actually validate that claim similar to amazing marketing for a new product, right? Like 
this water bottle. Shout out to PH Revive. Or certainly this shirt. Now, when I saw this shirt on IG, I was I had instant FOMO, fear of missing out, right? I was like, damn, KG, I needed that shirt, man. Where, where my shirt at? And then I hit up KG and I was like, yo, where the shirt? You know what I mean? He's like, oh man, they were uh they were sold out, which is a, a fantastic problem to have, right? So I was like, damn, that's what I'm talking about. So it increased the value in my mind. And then now that it came here, right? And it had a journey of coming here, even though we're the next town over, right? It, it probably should have came here in like half the time. Didn't matter. I was ecstatic when it came in, right? And it's the shirt is actually better than what I thought. So it's fantastic, right? But it's, it's that perceived value and then that actualized value. And men as a whole, your perceived value is incredibly different than your actual value, which is why it is our first topic. You must understand your value. And then once again, let's thank you to Cheese, who's also in the comments and a lady, right? Hopefully she'll be on Poetic Charm on Thursdays on the Josh Waring channel. But as I said before, this Poetic Charm is specifically for men. So again, ladies, this is a disclaimer. You are more than you know, permitted to observe and we appreciate you watching and whatnot. And but this is still your disclaimer. You're essentially eavesdropping on men's conversation. So it's a conversation that is not meant for you, right? No, being no, not disrespectful at all. We're not talking to you. We're talking to other men, but some girls are cool enough to be amongst men and, you know, be comfortable with men being men. In fact, they're incredibly comfortable around men being men, right? Because again, in society, we have a lot more feminized men than ever time in history, right? We have more masculine women and more feminized men more than probably any time in history. So this is why this balance is imbalanced, unfortunately, right? Oh, and KG, whenever you're ready to come on, my bro, you can come on. Absolutely. And KG and I are going to get into accountability because this is another topic that KG is passionate about as well, which is accountability, right? But yes, gentlemen, on this show in general, SMV Radio, we will be giving instances of, let's say, concepts like this, right? That could be this was vicarious, right? That could be vicarious. We could have vicarious examples with people in our own lives, as well as socially vicarious situations like this. In addition to anecdotal examples, which with, of course, uh, let's say enough context to make the point respectful for all parties involved, right? And in, in essence, you wouldn't know it's them unless you were in that situation, right? At the end of the day. So that was just another disclaimer for the ladies and now we have our boy kg in the building what up my bro what's going on family how are you oh i'm all right how you doing this saturday evening so wonderful saturday evening man i come i caught the live and i looked at it and i was like smv i'm like smv what the hell is smv <laughs> so 
Man, that's a good shot. Should I Google it or should I just show up and figure it out while I'm on? I think that um, <clears throat> I think that uh, your disclaimer, if you want to call it that, right? That this is a <clears throat> this is a space for men about men's perspective regarding women is dope, right? You're already making it clear, like, yo, this is a safe haven for men to discuss uh, their perspective, their feelings, um, <clears throat> whether uh, women find it valid or don't really doesn't apply here. Um, and I think that that's okay, right? Uh, <clears throat> I think that you're right. Oftentimes when we're talking and we're just expressing ourselves, we tend to try to be aware of other people's perspective. It's accountability, right? Um, <clears throat> as you grow, you should evolve and progress and you know, generally do better. So I think that we're aware that, uh, that the things that we wanted when we were teenagers, we don't want the same thing at this age, right? So we try to be responsible with our words, but... But um, there was a, it was like a skit. It was back when skits was lit on albums, right? Um, Hov was like, this is how I was feeling at the time. Like, so if you look at this 10 years from now, right now, it's right now. But it seems like with the way that everything is and how people try to tear each other down and hold each other accountable for things throughout their whole entire life, like we should be perfect. We're not expected to be perfect. We won't be perfect. Oh, you said this at X amount of time, so that means you think this way. I mean, we should be able to have a conversation grow and evolve from that. So I think that um, it was important for me personally to join us, this uh, podcast tonight, just to say what, say what the fuck is on my mind, man. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely, and it's, again, it's the necessity is absolutely required and again, ladies, I'm sure you understand the concept in terms of girl time and all that, but this is essentially guy time, right? So having that space is incredibly important because what ladies aren't understanding, because still some of them are still not taking the emotional burden of that previous situation that we saw where she was dead wrong, right? They're still on the, let's say, on the emotional side of the lady because there's usually strength in numbers and from what I've seen, and again, my own anecdotal experience and vicarious, and this doesn't apply to all women because I know exceptions to the rule, which is amazing, but understanding and being able to consider those exceptions family, it makes the ones that aren't even more obvious to me and as for men in general, right? Because we actually do have amazing examples of women, but the reality is women aren't going to hold other women accountable, KG. Well, I think that not too many people would disagree with that video that you just showed, right? Mm -hmm. I heard you. But I think that there's some like it, there's like an innate feeling that generally women have to go to a woman's defense, right? I it's not all of them, but a lot. It's like, oh, well, why did he such and such? Hold on, time out. That's not what this is about. 
You know what I mean? Like, yo, you don't do no raggly ass shit like that. But to your point, it's like, does everybody deserve deserve? Does everybody deserve commitment? Is it mutual? Are you holding up your end of the deal? Obviously, he had no idea he was getting blindsided. A whole baby. And if he did sign a birth certificate, he's responsible for him. That's no different than, you know, a lot of the social injustices that are happening. She picked you because she felt like you would be a better situation rather than the other dude and cased you up. Now, your whole life is completely different. She stole your life from you. The trajectory of your life will never be the same. Because now you're responsible for something that you had no part in, and you didn't even get to choose. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's completely, completely messed up. And as you said, it's systematic. So even in some states, if you're if you're with the child for around ten years, like California, or I think New York State as well, it doesn't matter if you're not the father; you're still liable for child support. And the previous father is not, which is interesting. Yeah, I think that um, I think that like the there's so much to unpack with that man, but the reality of it is, is she's fucked up, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. how do you how do you recover from that? Right away, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna do this now." So when would have been a better time, right? <laughs> Should I not have waited on your, on your birthday? She's like, this better be tickets to Dubai. What? Yeah, entitlement already, right? Tell me you're not going to hear women defended. Like, you're going to put them out of your house? Yes. Mm. And absolutely, yes. KG. And that <laughs> I actually I feel like I feel like you guys owe me a lot of money. Right. Back to the aspect of premeditated fraud, because usually in these es essences of premeditated fraud, that person who commits fraud has to pay back the victims. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, you know, keep that same energy as you would with Ponzi scheme, because that's essentially what this was a Ponzi scheme. And she was well aware she wasn't surprised. So instead of you know, let's say falling on the sword metaphorically, right? She still chose to deny, deny, deny. And that's how we get to our so, next. So, yep. I just, real quick, I just wanted to think about it like so. What about for the brothers who don't check? Mm, wonderful question. Like, oh, look at the baby. They got a hat just like, yeah, they look just like you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just think it's it's wild out of pocket. Completely, because even that first clip, imagine if that man is in this man's situation, doesn't even know it yet, and he's saying all that. Is he gonna feel the same way? Is he gonna keep that same energy? Probably not. <laughs> Shouldn't. Absolutely. And as we know, there will be couple ladies offended by this, not all, but some, but those are usually the ladies who aren't accountable for their decisions and used to that entitled princess behavior. So you're essentially telling on yourselves without being aware of it. So it's cognitive dissonance.
And so our next topic, which ties in this completely, is your standards. So KG, at a certain point in your life, I believe you were like, you know what? No, thank you. That's that's simply not for me anymore, right? You Again, you would be, let's say, flattered by the positive attention, by that solicitation. But you know what? Your grace, this, uh, no thank you. Thank you, but no thank you. And when you have standards, you start to develop that system. Because I know growing up for me, because once again, once you're growing up, your mindset is different as a, as a young man growing up, right? So you're trying to get as much possible, right? And you're not really worried about quality until you've had enough quantity to make you value quality over than quantity. Agreed. So I was an early bloomer, right? Mm. In regard to uh, interaction with, with females, right? Um, the coxman. So, right. It's in the blood. It's not by marriage. You know what I mean? Um, so you get used to that that feeling of being used to it. Like it, it, like you just start to expect it. It's not like something new. Like oh, she likes me. Oh, quantity, quantity. Like so, I'm talking about being able to have a perspective, even a strategy and an approach to it. Develop, you know, like ninth grade. You know what I mean? So like anything, like how do you become a professional? You know, you got to put hours in so I can say that I'm a professional but just because of the time spent and the energy invested, right? Facts. So I think that, you know, when we're looking at uh, quality over quantity, like obviously I think that, you know, the game gets all messed up because a lot of people don't, You know, they don't understand the difference, right? Or, or they have difficulty uh, getting the things that they want, right? Um, dude, I, I think that uh, it's a hustle either way. Like, I, I try to be balanced. Just I try to, I try to be like, uh, like aware. But I think that you know, like men, they they trap women. They trap, right? But if we're going to be honest about it, right, I think that the trap against men is way more aggressive. I think that I agree with you that it's systemic. Um, and I'll explain why. So um, naturally, I know this is a thing, but naturally, men aren't monogamous, right? If you look at uh, just the, there was a video on our last one, right? So just our makeup is just, it's not natural, right? So we're forced or expected to conform to a way that is already not natural to us, right? And then we're judged by whether or how often we conform to that or how well we conform to it. And then that agenda is pushed, right? Um, <clears throat> I think that that in itself is crazy. And everybody subscribes to it. Absolutely. And it, that's part of the system, right? Um, in addition to that, um, and I'm trying to find like the, the PC way to say it, but I don't know if I need here. Yeah, here you don't need, need to. to like right? I, again, I was self -ed self editing myself before, so I, it's just again, it's a habit, right? Because we have to do it at work, 
in other spaces. So here's a space where you don't have to do it. So let it ride. So, all right, all right, so boom. Um, we get hit with the bait and switch, right? So it's like, I don't know why, I guess that's part of the same systemic social issue, but women like, you know, they really wanna get married. Not to say some men don't, but a lot, a lot of women do, right? They want to, they want to be uh, committed. They want to be monogamous. They want their man to shout out from the rooftops. That's how they feel acknowledged and respected and uh, admired, right? Um, so, you know, in order to get that, they understand that they got a trap to do it. So that's when you get hit with the bait and switch. You meet her, she acts like this, she does this, whether the sex is live or she's your friend and all of this shit. And then she wants, you know, you, you want a family, you want to do the this and the third. And, and then so you go along with it because you think that, oh, you know, I found something or somebody that I could, you know, settle down when I give my attention to, only to find out that she was doing that to get you in this position. I mean, mm. it's fucked up. Can I curse on here? It's messed up. Absolutely. So I think, I think that, and and I already I already said that. But men men do stuff too, right? But right now we're not talking about the men. What they did right now, we're talking about what the women did. Another time, another place. So the fact that the matter is that um, the bait and switch is apparent. I also think that when uh, anyone gets into a situation and they're in over the head, you should be accountable and you should say, "Hey, I need help." Right? If you sign up for a job and you can't do it. Or you need, or you can do it, but you need help. You ask for help. What happens when a woman gets into a relationship with a man that's a little bit too much? And by too much, I mean like, hey, whether they're not sexually compatible, whether they're not intellectually compatible, right? They can't have like conversations that um, will stimulate both of them. Like she's like, hey, you know, she's good and she's good in bed, or she, you know, she maintains, I don't know, whatever she maintains, but out like the, the longevity comes up short does she say hey you know what you're dope i want to continue this but i need help me and my friend we're gonna make sure that this works yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out right so if that was a thing if that was a thing and i only think about this because i have so many conversations about about numbers right population right so you said one of our best weapons is logic based on logic, based on numbers, based on the math, like it don't even add up. So is that a thing or no? So not only is that not a thing, right? It's a very select group that say that is a thing. Not only is that not a thing, but then you have all of these traps that to get you to think a certain way and do a certain way and act a certain way that goes against your innate feeling inside you. Like how could you ever, like how do you make sure that you stay on track and find your purpose? I think it's fucked up, man. Like, if you're going to be with somebody, be with them for who they are, how they are, and allow them the space to grow and develop. Absolutely. And without that space to do so, you're essentially being micromanaged like a child. I mean, you can verify that as a, as a parent, but no one wants to be micromanaged as an adult. You're being manipulated. Mm, wonderful word. They're pushing you to think and act and be a certain way. And they do it through your subconscious. It's just like, like TV. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, they have uh, you know shows that come on like um, you think back to shows like oh well, you know black people that have their own shows. So you know think of shows like all black cats that were coming out in the seventies, like Sanford or something, right? Like oh man, we got our own black show that you can identify with. They're going through some of the struggles, but they don't show the whole family dynamic. Where's the mom? The mom's dead, or the dad's uh you know he's kind of like goofy and shit. You know. I mean, he's not ambitious. The same thing happens for us. It's like, hey, we like this, but you be like, oh, well, now nah, you only get a little bit of that. Or, hey, and this is, I would say that this, if, if it's not 100%, it's very high, like 90 plus percent. Most women, or most men experience it. They get with their girlfriend before they're their fiance, sex is off the hook. She gone, she doing the whole deal, right? She's all the way in. She's cool with everything. Now nah, it's cool, now nah, it's this, it's, it's all good. So then, like, yo, this is this is good though, but I think I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna try to lock it down. Well, you getting hustled because the ass is gonna fall out of the sky. But then what? Like, that's the part that I want to talk about. Like, then what? When you get to that point, then what happens? I don't know. Mm. Absolutely, and. Again, if you don't know what you're doing, things like that can happen. And shout out to Jason Moore in the comments. I think the space has been established for lots of relationships during this COVID season. Absolutely. Some have thrived, thrived for for others. Nature has taken its course. Absolutely. Because didn't the divorce rate skyrocket during this time? So a lot of men were able to figure it out that they were in you know, uh, situations that weren't palatable for their long-term success. I saw a quote and it made me think, it said, um, it was on Hook Ratchet TV, shout to Hook Ratchet TV. It said, I don't understand how a dude could leave his, his girl and his daughter or his, his girl and his kid to get with another dude's BM and their kid. Right. <laughs> Said it don't make sense. Right. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, face value. That makes no sense at all. But we understand that we're not talking about just like a, a woman and a kid. We're talking about your whole life. Right. Like, like, why would you leave one job to go to another job and do the same thing? <laughs> I can think of a million reasons why you would do that. <laughs> Right? Well, you know what, so, you know what, KG, just uh, list some of those reasons, because at, at times, guys, we can be a little thick and we'll we'll be in denial as well because we're in our emotions. Because you just list some other just tangible, factual, rock solid examples for the fellas, please. About why you would leave a job or why you would switch from one BM to another. Exactly. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you switch your job, I mean, we're going to deal with logic, obviously. You would think, obviously, you would think of finance initially, right? Um, you would do it for monetary reasons. You would do it maybe proximity. Um, you would do it for uh, maybe a higher ceiling, a promotion, or like another stepping stone, right? Maybe you'll do it for fulfillment, purpose, or pleasure, right? In regard to switching a BM type of situation, um, there could be a lot of reasons. You realize you made a mistake. You can't take a nut back. Right? That's not how they, there's, there's no receipt for that. You know what I mean? So once you're in it, you're in it. So I think that, I 
think, I like to assume that a lot of men, they're going to do right because we're not talking about the chumps that don't do right. For the men that's going to do right, right? You do that and then you you think, well, hey, well, I'm, I did this. Let me be there. Just like the video show, bro. Like, yo, like that was his son. That's his little man. Like, how do you leave your little man? So you're like, yo, like, I'm not really feeling shorty. I thought it was this. It's this. But let me try and rock with it. You're going to realize some things like, hey, uh, like I mentioned before, maybe there's an issue with uh, intellectual capacity. By intellectual capacity, this doesn't apply to all men, but for those who understand where I'm coming from, yo, like when you're with your lady, that's your queen. You want to have stimulating conversation. You need it. You need to be able to do more than just sleep with her. She needs to be more than just a pretty face because you could get that anywhere. There's nothing that's going to make you commit and uh disregard anything else. Why? You know what I mean? Like as men, like, all right, yeah, I love you, but and you know what I mean? Like there has to be something more, at least in my opinion, it has to be something substantial. So you realize like, hey, I thought it was this, but it's this. Or as you evolve, she doesn't evolve. Right? Because you realize you want more, you can reach more, you can attain more, but she's complacent. You know, people don't always grow together. A lot of times they grow apart. It could be uh, as simple as she's whack now. I mean, people get whack, right? So, like, yo, but how come you don't want to do more? How come you don't want to? Maybe it's not ambition, but maybe she's stuck in a sport. That's whack. She still wants to hang out. She still want to be on the scene. She's still fighting outside or she's still arguing on the phone. She's still gossiping, still talking about people instead of ideas. And that's what I mean by evolving, right? You could be not sexually compatible. Um, that plays a big part in it. If you're not sexually compatible, I think that that is a huge obstacle to have to overcome. Because if you're a coxman, then you know, finding somebody of the opposite sex is not really something that you struggle with, right? Um, Absolutely. And again, we're talking about specifically from the male's perspective today, like. I don't get that part. Like, hey, if you did this and you you want to keep this, you want to make this work, why would you slack in it? And I think that the lack of accountability for why you slack in it right away is deflecting. Like, you're slacking in this. But you did this, you da 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 Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I, honestly, I compare it to so many things. It's like, oh, we, we're talking about police brutality, and right away everybody goes to black and black crime. Like, okay, so... How can we have a conversation if we keep changing the conversation? It's the lack of accountability. So <clears throat> personally, I don't understand it. You know what I mean? When you tie that in with everything else, I mean, it, to me, it's like it's quite ridiculous. So, yeah, I do understand why you would do that, because you're looking for somebody that you can build and grow with. As you become a man, as you get older, you come into your own. You're looking for something to connect with, to feel like you have a purpose, not just like, well, I knocked it, so, you know, got the old lady. I mean, if you don't have a lot of depth within you, that might work for you. You know what I mean? Some people don't have it. That's my take on it. Absolutely. And I think that does stem from society, you know, societal norms. And people will, you know, willingly walk into that mental box and be like, this is my level. This is all that I'm able to do. I'll essentially mail it in. No more ambition. You're right. I'll just simply become a consumer and live for the weekend. And right. again, as you said, anyone with ambition, right, that's just not going to work for them. 
because again we were put on earth to do things more than that right essentially this to become statistics for corporations to make more billions and again if you want to do that that's your choice but those with ambition would rather get some of that income <laughs> for a lack of better words it's capacity bro you know what i mean like again like we circle back to being a coxman and those who are can relate those who can't doesn't make any sense right but capacity is huge it's like hey she's giving you a hundred percent how do you not lock that down how do you not how do you how do you how do you not cherish that you're like we don't have the same capacity so her hundred percent is only forty percent of what I need in order for me to lock it down right mm -hmm. what do you do with that and she's gonna tell her right like hey look this is where we are this is what I want this is where you're at are you able to get are you able to close the gap right I mean you I think you should be a hundred, right? Are you able to close the gap? Okay, so if she says, yeah, she's gonna work on it, she's able to close the gap, she starts to work on closing the gap. But unfortunately, life doesn't stop for anybody. If I die today, poetic charm's still gonna go. My job is still gonna happen. The My clients that I train, they're still gonna wanna be in shape, right? Nothing, unfortunately, nothing changes. It's sad, but it's true, right? So with that said, sad but true, she wants to close the gap, it don't stop. So it took you two years to get here. Well, guess what? In that two years, expectation has risen. So what are we supposed to do? Should I now hinder my growth? Or do you say, hey, you know what? I can't do it. Accountability, I know that I said that I could do it. I simply cannot. Let's, let's figure out a way to make it work. Um, what I assume happened with Will and Jay it is that they realized there was a capacity, right? But they say, you know what? We can be life partners. You ride for me, I ride for you. And we'll figure out how we're going to get through life as a team, whatever that looks like. And that's my idea of what marriage is. Because you can't regulate who somebody's going to become. You have no idea. You met, she met me, I was in great shape. Now I don't care, right? Should she have to deal with that? And then the thing about that is that women be like, oh, well, is that the most important thing? Shut up. It matters, <laughs> it matters, it does. You know what I mean? So I, I, that's honestly my take, man. Like, it, I mean, I could talk about this all night, but I think that the lack of accountability and awareness um, on a female's perspective really limits a lot of the, the interactions that we have. Absolutely. And just to illustrate your point even further, I think we'll all remember this meme. Hold on. Which is interesting because hey if you want your significant other to look at you like that perhaps you should consult kg and you know get in the gym that that's a possibility right accountability it's a very strong possibility um what i will say also uh, is that a he should be clear about what he likes and what he doesn't like right clearly he's settling yes 
That's not what he wants, right? So the thing about this is that let's just say we use baddies as a term, right? Fellas, if you want to get a baddie, you got to be bad yourself. You know what I mean, so don't go out there looking to just, oh, I just, she's, she's pretty. How do I get her? You you got to be, you got to have your shit together, period. That's accountability on iron, right? Be interesting. Read, learn, push yourself, be uncomfortable, right? You should make yourself uncomfortable every day, whether it's physically, whether it's intellectually, whether it's spiritually, emotionally, make yourself uncomfortable. Talk to strangers. When's the last time you talked to a stranger, bro? I mean, well, obviously we're in COVID, but you understand what I mean? Like in person. Absolutely. Hey, how you doing, miss? My name is Al. I'm from Queens. That go talk. You know what I mean? Like do it. Because you're gonna you you learn so much about yourself. I think that 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 um I guess it's an art now. I think that that art is dying off. And with that, um, there's a lot of things that we're unaware of. Pushing up in person is not the same as sliding in a DM. Absolutely. And this, you know, it just goes back to those societal norms. So obviously that gentleman there had lower value in his mind, which is why he was with his girl, but in close proximity to the baddies, what he actually wants is illustrated without any ambiguity at all. And the girl <laughs> actually yeah, well, knows know, you don't look like that. <laughs> It'll be accountable, be like, yo, man, I know, gotta check, what about that one over there? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's, like he's not supposed to look, why? Like, that's part of the, the problem, right? What do you mean? What do you, look, did you see her? Yeah, you should look too. That's what I like. Yeah. He's gonna have problems because of that. That was clear in the video. Absolutely, and hopefully for his, you know, his sake, that uh, that problem has been resolved, and he's in a different, different scenario. Hopefully for his sake, because like like you said, it can only go down after that. Because I don't think she's being inspired to uh, consult KG for training. No, nah, I don't. I don't think that was motivation enough. She's probably gonna do a hit rock bottom first, right? Respectfully, yeah, right. But yes, in terms of standards, fellas, as KG was articulating wonderfully. So thank you, my bro, for giving that advice, paying it forward to the younger generations. I appreciate that. This is why I asked specifically for KG to be on here because KG is able to present facts plainly with zero ambiguity, right? And we all understand exactly what the fuck he mean. And some of us have made those decisions to not do that. Some of us have made the decisions to join the collective, right? And, and essentially choose insanity and make it a normal lifestyle. If that's not what you want, why would you choose that? And then expect a different result. That makes no sense. And we're logical, right? So let's use our logical superpowers because if you don't use facts and logic, this will happen to you. And this quickly. Atkins reluctant to come out of her corner. Ada left the one, two, three, four. It was Lamb versus Lion. That's what's going to happen. Life will hit you like that. I feel like that's a great example of how 2020 has hit all of us. Right? But at so, the same time, you really have to 
articulate in your mind, right? What you want to yourself. You should have that healthy self dialogue with yourself. Like you should know exactly what you want, how you want it, and not accept anything less. Because let's be honest, if you go to Morton's and you ask for a New York strip and you get a, a porterhouse and maybe that's not what you want, and you ask for medium well, but it came out rare, are you just going to pay and say thank you? Or are you going to be like, nah, take this back to the kitchen, bring me what I asked for? Right. And unfortunately, that aspect of masculinity is now vilified in this vacuum of society, unfortunately. Yeah. What's also unfortunate is that there are people who are just going to eat the rare steak and shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> Don't be that person. Right. <laughs> right? How will you ever be at peace if everything is no problem? Look, man, what we're talking about is um our perspective of how to how to be and how to live. Whatever that is for you, man, do that. Just keep it a buck with yourself. You know what I mean? If you don't like her, tell her you don't like her. If you don't like her right now, be like, hey, use your words. That's a that is probably the best thing that I could tell you. Learn how to use your words. It is it is a man, it is a weapon against so much. It's a cold world out here. Buddy loved this little girl. She's three years old. It's not your baby, bro. <laughs> this is a cold, it's cold out here. Learn how to use your words. Learn how to regulate your emotions. Learn how to have emotions, but learn how to regulate them. I think a lot of us tend to say, oh, we'll just go numb. Like we don't care about anything. Of course you care. Of course it bothers you. Of course you're happy. Of course you get uh, anxieties. Of course you get sad and you get nervous and you just, you show stoic. I mean, if that works for you, then do it. But it's probably really unhealthy in the long term, right? It's okay to, to be happy. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to do all of those things. But understand as a man, when there's a time and a place for it, right? Shido Five, my man, solid, solid motherfucker. And that was my dude. We would have conversations all the time. He'd be like, yo, never let somebody else's words get you to react, right? That was his thing. You heard him say it a million times, facts? Absolutely. I couldn't go with it. I'm like, five, I can't, I can't go with that. There's so many reasons when sometimes you need to use your actions. He was like, if that's the case, then they're in control of you. I understand that 100%. He has a he has a very good point. If I can say things to make you do what I know you're going to do because I'd be in this spot instead of that spot, you're being manipulated. That person who's making you do it has become the puppet master, i.e. TV, movies, right? They teach you how to feel. They let you know certain music when you should be nervous and all of that. I get it. But again, I think that there's a balance within that. So what I try to do is be predictably unpredictable, right? Try to be aware of myself. Like, yo, watch. If you say this, I bet he's going to such and such. I bet he's going to react this way. I'm probably going to react. But how I react and when I react is the part that you're not going to, if you hit him, I'm definitely going to hit you back. Right. But when am I going to hit you back? And that's what I'm learning as I've gotten older, that there is no statute of limitation on a get back. <laughs> Follow what I'm saying? 
<laughs> you understand what I mean? Yeah. So now I've I've learned how to play the long game. And I think that that part is important. Um so fellas with, with ladies, they're gonna come at you with the I mean, even when even when you got it together and they got it together, they're gonna come crazy. Um it just is what it is. Uh, I, I I personally think these can't be the same. Yeah, they coming crazy like <laughs> that, right? <laughs> uh, yo, the thing is, is that it's all. I mean, when you think about it, it's all part of the system, though, right? Jagged mm-hmm. Edge wasn't trying to do that. They was bagging them like loose chains, Josh. Yes. What are you talking about? But they were selling what they wanted to hear. It's all a part of the whole thing. Guys, if you could see the matrix, man, you could have one out here. That's where that's where it's built. Absolutely. And Same one of the topics, jacket as one. <laughs> yeah, right. And that'll be actually one of the topics we got we we're gonna get to in the future is gonna talk about how the how you know Hollywood specifically with that unrealistic view of love that everyone consumes, right? Especially ladies, right? This contributes to your fantasy about your wedding day, FYI. But uh, for men specifically, it'll be the lyrics within music, right? Which invoke those emotions and present you with logic, but it'll make you feel a certain way about yourself where you can only be in this box. But again, we'll we'll talk about that later at at another time. But I'm so glad KG brought it up authentically because he knows what time it is. He knows all the systematic ways that influence us to behave in that PC manner, right? Or that way, in that way that we alter ourselves in that way where we simply don't understand our actual value in the world. Because how often will we hear that, you know, women don't need men for help, but in every situation, women are, you know, you know, yelling on their soapbox that men should be responsible and essentially pay for this emotional burden that they're experiencing. Yeah, I think that um, it's a man's job to be able to uh, tell the real ones from the fake ones. I use the quote from Cole all the time. Um, you know, one time for the niggas who know. You know what I mean? If you if you can't see it, then that's your fault. You know what I mean? Like what what I did was I I, I, I made myself do an exercise after I read the four agreements. I made myself do an exercise. My exercise was to define words for myself that everybody already agrees with. So I made definitions for the most simplest, basic things so that I know how I feel about it. Seriously, for example, like love. What is love? Mm -hmm. Most people fumble with it because they agree with what it is, but they haven't defined it for themselves, right? I define it for myself. I know exactly what it is. So for that, how far will I go for love? I already know my answer because I know what it means to me. You know what I mean? Like something like that. That's what I mean by you have to understand how you feel emotionally and you have to be able to use your words. Practice that shit. Play with your words. Treat it like if you're in the basketball, treat it like it's basketball. If you're in the chess, whatever. Same thing. Like, Practice your words so that you can say one thing and mean something else just to practice it, not to be malicious and not not necessarily to get, you know, to get a woman. But I mean, like, 
learn how to say something without saying it at the same time, right? Um, like, for example, women say, what are we? Everybody's had this conversation. And if you haven't had this conversation, this podcast is for you because you're not paying attention, right? So, um, what are we? You, A, already knew this conversation was coming if you're paying attention, right? So then you should have already asked yourself that because you have to be aware of what you're doing at all times. So with that said, let's say that you're into her, you want a relationship with her. If you're into her and you want a relationship with her, she should have never asked you that question because you should have made it clear to her that that's what you wanted to do. Why? Because you don't want anybody else making it clear to her, right? So if you did do that and somebody else makes it clear to her don't be mad rules facts right um two if she asks you what are we and you know that you don't want to be with her you know what you guys are either hey you're you're friends with benefits or you're probably ready to get like ghost her any minute anyway which i don't agree with ghosting is is like the worst part of accountability and that's like when shit rolls downhill you do her like that now she got baggage the dudes who do that, I mean, y'all fucked up. Anyway, um, uh, you know what it is, right? So then tell her what it is. Let's say I'm giving an example. Um, you're friends with benefits, and you want to continue being friends with benefits. Reasonable perspective, right? This is a free game like a motherfucker. So um, you want to continue to do that. How you present that is not based on you, but it's based on her. Right. So the more information you have, the better. Am I talking too much? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Please continue. Right. So the more information you have, the better, the better off you are. Right. So um, one, be honest, because if you're honest, you're more likely to be able to get whatever it is that you're after, whatever that may be. So tell the truth. How you tell the truth, when you tell the truth are very, very important things. You have to be consistent. Say what you mean and mean what you say. For example, she says, what are we? Right. If a woman is ready to have that type of conversation, she's already had that conversation with either herself or her friends. She came with you ready to test you. This is a test. This is only a test. So. What are we? You say so you answer with a question first because you didn't see it coming. The question is really to buy you time so that you can start to see what type of emotional space she's in. What is your question? What do you want to be right now? Two things happen when you say that. One, you've deflected and you bought yourself time. But two, it sounds like an offer for something, right? So now you're seeing what it is. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I told my daughter this today. My daughter's just like, went to lunch. AJB, we went to lunch, whatever. He's chopping it up. It's like, um, I said, uh, this is an example. They said, hey, uh, where are we going to lunch today? I'm like, um. I was just about to tell you guys. I was like, guess where I'm going to take you? And they both picked the same place. It's like, of course, that's where we're going. I had no idea where they wanted to eat at. And I'm not going to pick something that I don't know. So I asked them a question. So, fellas, take the lesson from this, right? The lesson is they will give you all the information you want to know. If you're patient enough, if you're in calm enough and in control enough to get them to tell you what they want. Right? Once you find out, then you, your decision what you want. So circle back really quick. The question is, what do you want to do, right? If she is unprepared for the conversation, she'll just tell you what she wants. It's probably not going to happen, right? Um, 
what she'll probably do is if she's witty, if she's smart, um, she'll pigeonhole you into an answer, right? If you cannot get away from not answering a question because you don't want to for whatever reason, then tell her what you want. How you tell her what you want changes the whole thing. This is why you exercise your words. I want to be friends with benefits. If you want to be friends with benefits, don't say that. What you say is, this is wow, this is crazy. Um, what you say is that um <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know, Josh. This I don't know if this is a good idea, bro. <laughs> What you say is, um, man, this is, so what you say is that you like what you guys have, you respect it, you appreciate it, and you look forward to it, right? You enjoy the time that you spend, but the reality is, is that if she's not okay with that, hey, look, I get it. Like, the reason why you're asking me this, this is the part that makes the big difference. You have to acknowledge where she's coming from. Point it out, make it clear. This is how she feels. This is where she's coming from. This is what she wants. Reiterate that to her so she knows that you heard exactly how she feels and you understand her emotional space, right? Acknowledge it. Say it. Repeat it. Let her agree with it, right? This is how you feel. This is how I feel. What I would like to be able to continue with, if you don't want to continue it, I absolutely understand. But I'm not ready to da 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 and then shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing else. First person who talk loses. This is very serious shit, right? But the fact of the matter is, like, give or take a couple sentences here or there, that's kind of how it goes. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of things go into whether you'll be able to maintain that relationship. A, uh, leverage. Um, if like I said in the very beginning, if your shit is together, like together, together, that's not going to be a very difficult conversation unless her shit is all the way together, together. If her shit is all the way together, together, and yours all the way together, together, stop playing yourself. You need to probably consider busting a move with that because the pickings are slim and their shit is not together. Right. So with that being said, the leverage, if your shit is together, together, and hers is like not. I mean, it's a cold world. It, it is what it is, right? So this is this is how I feel. This is what I'm looking for. Like, what you gonna do? <laughs> Be prepared Absolutely. to lose it in that situation. Be prepared to lose it in that situation, but address it so that you don't have to have sprinkles of that randomly throughout your life or throughout the time that you're dealing with it, right? So be upfront with it. Like another thing, um, in that situation. Don't be stoic, right? Don't speak from an arrogant matter of fact perspective. You have to be able to be warm enough so that they understand that you are in fact listening to what you're saying. Don't look at your card, like write this shit down and be like, oh, I knew you were gonna say that. Okay, so nah, listen to what she's saying, pay attention. These are just guidelines for circumstances and situations like this. Thousand percent. I mean, as again, as a guy, you should be able to articulate exactly what you want. In fact, that's the masculine portion of yourself that you have within you already at birth that is going to naturally attract women to you. And KG has said this before. It's refreshing 
when women hear those facts presented plainly, because most guys, right, will be like, oh, I want to do that, you know, talk around the issue as opposed to walking right up to it, willing to risk it all, presenting the facts plainly, and then willing to walk away. That's that's what men do, right? And again, it's simply presenting facts. So to KG's example of where to eat, right? And this happens all the time, even in a, a relationship, a situationship, right? Oh, like you'll like where you guys like where you want to eat and you'll literally give a list of options and they're shooting them all down like target practice. Pull. Boom. Now, I don't want to go there. Uh, I've been there already uh, without providing any alternative solutions. So at that point, you see it's a farce just to list things. Right. At that point, you can be like, you know what? I'm going to X, Y, Z for ABC. You can come if you want. If not, you're on your own. Right. Because I've, I've already made my decision. So it's really up to you if you want to join me or are you going to actually present an alternative solution and actually say where you actually want to go? Right. I think that um something we didn't cover was like preparation. Mm. And I think we're alluding to it, but we haven't flat out said it. Right. Like, As a man, you got to be prepared. Like that's like a blanket statement for everything. As a man, you should be prepared because if you stay ready, you never got to get ready, right? You don't ever plan on having a like a physical altercation, but you should be prepared for that to be a real thing, right? You didn't plan to for her to surprise you with a threesome. That's not gonna happen ever. But you should always be prepared for that, right? <laughs> You know what I mean? Consider that as a thing, right? I mean, when I say that, so we're talking about like taking a lady out to eat, right? You already know if you know her that this is going to be a situation. So what we're talking about is being prepared for it, having an approach to it. What I just said is going to get played out. If it hasn't already, the women are going to get hold of it. Men are going to tell them all about it. And it's going to be it's going to be a dub just like, hey, beautiful. That was a good thing that, that worked. Now you got to come up with something else. I'm not telling people what I'm doing. I ain't saying it. Y'all milking it. Y'all not, not using it, right? You know <laughs> what I mean? But the thing is to be prepared, right? Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, something I was talking to my brother about um, as we evolve is being able to do like some self-work, right? So when I grew up, we didn't have, uh, we didn't use like words like, here and there you say like i love you for certain family members like immediately like it wasn't uh like words of affection you know what i mean that that didn't happen you know so um i think fellas if you if you force yourself to be comfortable with those things a lot comes along with it it's uncomfortable to do um be the guy that if you are in a relationship and you do love your lady Tell her randomly, right? Um, initially, she'll take that as like, oh, wow. And then it'll be like some regular, she'll be like, yeah, he always does that. You know what I mean? Be the guy that does that. Like, pay attention to detail. But the things that I wanted to focus on was really like being able to draw yourself in, like, do the things that are uncomfortable. If you didn't grow up and, you know, the people were affectionate 
you know, I think a lot of brothers realize that when they have kids, it's like, oh, well, you know, you now you dote on your daughter, you know what I mean? But you didn't dote on her mama. So now that you realize what that feels like, now you dote on the mama too, but don't wait till that happens. Like push yourself to do that so that you're prepared for whatever may come along with that. Like, honestly, guys, like you got to learn how to, um, you got to live on the edge. I mean, I just, what was that book? The Way of the Superior Man. Josh, you put me on that. What was that? Millionaire Fastlane? Yes, Way of the Superior Man. Bro, you got to live on the edge. Yes. No, no, no. The Way of the Superior Man. Mm. Live on your edge. Don't don't go too far where now you're in the danger zone, but push yourself just enough so that you are constantly uncomfortable and growing in a way that doesn't cause too much stress on your life. Only you know your balance. Know yourself. Talk to yourself. Build with yourself. Figure out what you like. Make yourself uncomfortable. I just, yo, like, I'm talking too much, but yo, like, um, to rotate the semen retention, yo, that's real spill. You know what I mean? Like when you feel like yo, I'm a little off, I don't know what it is. You gotta play with, you gotta, you know, play with your mind, play with your thoughts, your emotions, and figure out what it is. You gotta tinker with it. If somebody find a hole in your armor, don't cover it up. Expose it so you can grow from it and get stronger. Now, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I've really, I, I've been told this a lot. Like, oh, you don't like to be alone. Like, people know that, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You figure out what is it about being alone so that now when somebody tells you, you can explain what your issue is, if there's an issue, but your preparation will tell you the people that deserve an answer, the people that um, deserve a response, and then people that deserve an explanation. Everybody don't get all of that. You know what I mean? Just because somebody asks a question don't mean you give them an answer. You're a grown man. Be a man. Tell somebody, get the fuck out of here if you need to, right? But again, preparation allows you to be able to see that shit coming. Absolutely. And you always have to stay prepared, stay ready, right? It's a it's a requirement for life, because as we understand with this current situation, with the pandemic, no one was prepared for this. Right. However, you must alter and adapt in real time if you want to survive and thrive. That's just a reality. So it's kind of like the concept of expecting the unexpected, which is what KG was alluding to. You need to be prepared for every situation because let's be honest, as we discussed before, society is looking at men, whether they want to admit it or not, to hold that emotional burden. So if something happens, something arises, ain't nobody going to be like, oh, I'm going to step up like, you know, Wonder Woman. Some some women might, not going to lie, which is dope. However, for the most part, they're going to be like, all right, bro, <laughs> what you going to do? Yeah, I think that... um. I think that if, if you are accountable to yourself, uh, that's the best thing that you can do because there are a lot of people that do not say what they mean, that they do not mean what they say. They do not remember their perspective. When you're dealing with women, they're very emotional um, and it's very difficult to argue logic with emotion because although you've proved your point, this is exactly what I said, this is what I meant, it doesn't matter because they're not listening to what you said. They're listening to how you said it. Right. You know what I mean? How do you argue? It doesn't matter how the fuck I said it. It does matter. It matters to them. But again, your preparation, you playing long game, you understand that. Okay, it matters to them. You already know that you're mad, right? 
Yep. Figure out how to calm yourself in every situation. Be prepared for this It's real out here. Um, I think this is a great place uh, to be able to vent and talk about shit like this. I wonder, do uh, like I wonder, like the, when we talk about the real spill, like I wonder, do women look at us like I can't believe this shit? Look at them. Uh, I mean, probably. I think I'll add a uh, a portion for a uh, entertainment value for ladies to call in at the end of the show sometime in the future and just see how they see how they respond. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be quite entertaining because it probably will allude to that, that, that they're listening with emotion as opposed to logic, right? So I have to shout out Chloe Diz and congratulations on your graduation, Chloe Diz, right? But oh, she, she pointed it out to me that I have an, an exceptional skill of active listening. Yes. So I, again, I appreciate you confirming that as well. But it's like something I, you know, I already knew. Like I, again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, da 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 da. But I'm aware of myself. Like yes, I know that. In fact, if I wasn't aware of that, I would not be able to identify people who would objectify myself for my active listening. So this it comes full circle, fellas. You have to understand your value, or as you know, as KG alluded to, it's a cold, cold world out there. People world. objectify you for exactly what they want especially if you're not aware of that value. You're right. You're right. I think that, um, ah, oh, man, uh, what do we talk? We talked about preparation. Um, I gave you guys another jewel. Cause I'm <laughs> feeling like giving, um, for different strokes for different folks, right? But um, try to operate under your higher self, like be a gentleman, be aware of what a gentleman is, like learn what that is first. You know what I mean, I, I think that that's a great area. So that's something that you should define to yourself. I've defined it to myself. I know what a gentleman is for me. I can't speak to what a gentleman is for somebody else, right? There are rules to it though, right? Learn the rules, follow the rules. You don't know the rules, Hit me up, I get you rules, right? But with that said, exercise it, practice it, so you can do it. Like it's like you know, you sneeze and you close your eyes. It's like even if you want to stop, you couldn't. Like it just happens. Um, Learn how to use your words and being a gentleman goes hand in hand. Uh, like Josh, what you said, man, being a good listener, bro. That's how you get all your information. That's how. That's literally how you get all of your information. By listening. S T F U. <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> Facts. That's it. That's all. You want to get as much information as possible. So you have to listen. If she's talking, listen. However, if she's talking about nothing, you do not have to listen to that that's my the, the man that i've become like if we're talking and this is going absolutely nowhere this story doesn't have a beginning a middle or an end it's not a transition into another story that actually has merit to watch but i'm not listening stop you clouding my brain with this shit. i don't want to hear it there's no ideas there's no facts it's just a bunch of 
thoughts and emotions. Oh my God. But there's balance in everything. Sometimes you have to listen because there might be a jewel in there for you. So you got to find your balance and that balance has to be created specifically with that woman. It's not going to be like, all right, well, every third time you do it. I mean, if that's who you decide to be, then you do that. But that's probably not the best thing to do, right? Um, just think about it. I think that being a good listener, uh, being prepared, being a gentleman, it will serve you in the long game. Absolutely. And as we transition to our last topic, which is your desires as gentlemen, which, again, society has vilified, you know, in terms of socially, right? So you have to make your decision based upon what you want, not based upon what everyone else wants, because that's how yeah. you become part of the collective. That's how you, you know, order, order the New York strip, get the, get the uh, rare porterhouse, right? That, that's how those things happen. So you make it very clear, you set your standards of what you actually want, and then you go after, for, go after what you want, or even better, pursue your passion with reckless abandon, right? And most likely what you want will follow you on that journey. Bro, so I learned this in high school. I don't remember where I got it from. I mean, it's commonplace, but I don't know who told me. It's like, yo, don't chase girls, chase your, chase your goals. So, I mean, me as a 10th grader or something, you know what I mean? Before you driving and all that, like, I'm like, all right, all right, well, you know, I was in the track real heavy. So I ran track, you know what I mean? I was really good. Uh, track team after high school, getting good grades was important to me because that was part of me building me, right? Getting good grades, ran track, had to spend time with my guys. I ran with the local crew as you should. Um, but I always made time to make money. What I realized young age was like, yo, I like girls. Like, I want to, like, be out there, you know, and do my thing. Can't do that without money. So you have to figure out how to do that. So I make time for my passions. I made time for my pleasures. My pleasures was making sure that I had money so that I could go do things, right? And then when I, by doing both of those, my responsibilities, my passions, and my pleasures, if I put everything I have into that, I do not have to chase girls. Then I didn't I call them girls at the time they were. I didn't have to chase them. They were where I was at. So what happens is when you when you're a coxman, when you're a G, when you focus on what you're doing, it's almost like how you know uh, money attracts money, right? Heard the saying like uh, I think Nas said that shit. He said um, I can't remember right now. But the more money you have, the more money you get, right? Same thing happens with women. And I don't mean to make them sound like a commodity, but that was how I was kind of brought into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I give, I get more game as the game changes, as it grows and develops. It was like it's certain things that you do. Like, when you get to a certain point, you should be, be – and a lot of people, the first time I heard this, I'm going to drop this off. It's random. Um, break off from bread. Not your not your lady, lady. Like, if, if you got it, you outside, you got a, got a couple lady friends. When you slide through, leave her a couple dollars. If that's not your main joint. Why? 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 Two reasons, right? 
One, because you sit together, you make it very clear. She already knows what the expectation is. But two, you're not going to have to, if you do that, you're not going to have to deal with a whole lot of emotional baggage and nagging. And you're making it clear, like, yo, this is, I came through, we, we kicked it. That's for you. I'm not paying you for it, but this was something that I thought that you needed. The first time I heard it, I was like, yo, I'm not paying for nothing. <laughs> the game got levels, man. <laughs> The game got oh, yeah. levels and tears. The rooms mm-hmm. you got to unlock, like it's, it's it's like that, man. People ain't gonna understand it, but that's real spill. Absolutely, and again, as you said, there's no one size fits all. So even if you have mentors, which is fantastic, right? Perhaps your mentor is someone like Jay Z. You never know, and you want to have a let's say pre Beyonce, you know, dating lifestyle like Jay Z. However. That may not you may not be able to handle that at that time in your life. So you have to define it for yourself. Your desire should be, you know, sculpted, right, out of what you actually want, not based upon what someone else has, right? So let's not make it external. You got to make it internal and internalize it, right? Or you might find yourself in situations like this. Hey, you go with this. Hell no, yo. Chill with that. Shut up, you're so Baby, mother might see this. So what? Come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What? Oh, uh-uh. Are you serious right now? This is what you're doing? And you're filming? Give me this freaking phone. Give me this. Oh, and this is what. Oh, and she's running. She's running. Yo, you got drinks. Are you serious? You never do this. And you got candles. Baby, relax. No, and you relax. It's not. Are you serious right now? This is what you're doing? This is what you freaking doing? This is what you're doing? You know what? Get, the, get out. Get to, get out. Get out. I'm so freaking tired. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so just a FYI, right? FYI for the gentleman. If you're upfront and honest, you can actually have that type of lifestyle without any of the drama or any of those ramifications. You just got to be dedicated to it. You got to, it's like a numbers game. You got to get through the nose to get to the yeses. <laughs> it's true, right? This is so and, true. Especially, I mean, KG, you know this about me. I have, you know, shameless wonderlust. I love traveling everywhere and meeting new people and doing things like, as you said, because every time I travel, when I'm in the airport, I have those conversations with random people. Right? Every time I'm going out of my comfort zone to a place that I haven't gone to usually by myself, like places like Egypt and Cairo, right? So it's just one of those things. So it's better to grow as an individual. And part of that growth is being able to say what the fuck you mean and not care what anyone else thinks. That's part of defining your masculinity and defining what you want and your standards and being able to articulate your desires, right? And if you are able to articulate it correctly and you actually mean what you say, because I love the saying that KG has, right? I meant what I said, right? I meant what I said, right? No reason to repeat it. So you heard what I said too. So you either with that or you're not. And if you're not, that's cool. And if you're with that, even better, right? But unfortunately, if you bring this type of drama, 
that access will be revoked. So you got to be able to, you know, invite it in, but also at, at, at times they got to get the step in, you know, to paraphrase Marty Mar here. So I think that um, being able to regulate who has access to you, uh, that has a lot to do with just your, your mental health. You, you know what I mean? Like you got to be able to take care of you. Like, it sounds weird when women say it all this, all the time, like learn how to love yourself. People are like, what the fuck does that mean? Love myself, like I already do. Like, what do you mean? But again, like when you start to be aware of who you let in your space, why you talk to certain people, uh, what people mean to you, like being able to give and take and understand the balance of that, like what friendship is and all of those things, like define that stuff for yourself. I think you'll find another set of peace. But you made a good point, man. I didn't want to move past that. Um, that is part of learning stuff about yourself. When you can go somewhere, you can travel alone. That is something I believe that every man should do. Go somewhere by yourself, completely by yourself. Figure it out. You will learn something about yourself. Dope. So when you, I mean, when you told me, you, I was like, oh man, that's dope. That was, yo, that was huge, man. I think that every man should do that. You guys got to try that out, hundred percent. Absolutely. And I'll probably have a, a guide in the future how to do that and meet women of quality on that on that path, on that journey. So it's definitely a lot of fun to do. Definitely worth it because it'll enhance your perspective of what's out there. Because sometimes, right. I mean, especially as Americans, right? Because as I said before, more more than ever in more time than ever in history that we have more women being more masculine and more men being more feminine. So you have that ability to see different cultures where that that reality may not be possible, right? Simply because of the the social constructs that allow men to be men and women to be women without anything causing any confusion. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it can't be anything but true, right? So... I mean, I don't know the numbers, so let me back up. I don't know the numbers on that, but sounds like it makes sense to me, right? Um, I think that being being a man and being masculine uh, is something that is guys. You just got to be aware of that shit, man. Just it's just a matter of knowing who you are and what you want, and not cowering to less. You know, what I mean, we're not saying that you you know like be like super righteous and you got to be the best of everything and you know, like you, you gotta, I don't know, impose your will at all times. No, it's, it's not that, man. It's just like knowing what you want. <clears throat> That's part of self love. Just know what you want, and then don't take anything that's not that. <laughs> right? You will do a lot of shit that you don't want to do. Like if you want to make a relationship work, you can do some shit you don't want to do, <clears throat> but know where your boundaries are. Like, nah, I'm not doing that shit no more. And once you do something, know that, no, nah, I'm not doing that no more. But you got to create your balance, man. That's just, I think that's just part of being the G. That's how it go. Absolutely. And shout out to Tony Stark Jr. here with the comments. Appreciate you, my bro. Also a wonderful content creator. Check out And Now Your Mama Knows channel. Wonderful reviews, wonderful content, as well as Big Mike Little Ant, that channel as well. Got to check that out. And but your I mama knows. And now your mama knows, huh? Yeah. I'm going to check that out. I like the way that sounds. But uh, 
at the end of the day, gentlemen, it's all about you, right? Because there can never be a balanced us if you don't have the you taken care of. Just as we would expect ladies to have themselves together, we got to have ourselves together too, right? So it has to be all about you in a healthy, selfish way, right? You can't be looking to appease everyone else at the detriment of yourself because that's how you become unbalanced. That's how you, again, become, let's say, more submissive in a way that is not beneficial to your masculine growth because masculinity is a process, is a process right? It's a lifelong perpetual concept that you will continually grow into and learn new information and it'll you know put more things into place in your mentality based upon experience right anecdotal vicarious but that's how you that's how you grow because when it comes to wisdom if you're able to view things that happen to others and apply it to your own life before that thing happens to you, you're going to be that much further ahead in your progress, which is what you want. This is what ladies are attracted to a man on his purpose, on his mission, right? Because of course you can invite her into your world if she is worthy, right? At the same time, if she, if she compliments you as a, as a, you know, a fellow Royal type of entity, right? Like a, a queen, right? But at the same time, if you don't know yourself, if you're not on your path, if you're willing to acquiesce for her at every any time she changes her emotion, which could be comparable to the weather, that's not masculine energy. That's not a type of figure that women want to essentially follow and be led by. And any woman, excuse me, any woman who is a baddie, as KG was saying, usually wants to be led by a man, even though society society will tell you different. For the most part, women will confess to you. They won't say it in front of anyone else, but they will confess to you that, you know what? I love when you lead me in that way. I haven't been fulfilled in this way. So you, you really have to, you, as KG was saying, you really have to crunch the numbers, actually see what women are attracted to, because they will say they're attracted to one thing, but then their actions will say something else. So you have to worry about you first and then everything else will fall into place. I think that um like what you mentioned was was really like like subtly profound, right? Their their perspective will change. And if you change it, like if you doing everything that she wants to do because that's your woman and you you define let's for example, you define the being a gentleman is making sure she's happy or you took it literal that happy life is happy wife or happy house is happy spouse. Right. And you took that literal, you do everything she wants to do. No, nah, you're right. That's not. And then like, then they make memes about people like that. Now you, it's a whole thing. You are F boy and all that. Yeah. I mean, why, why, why you don't know what you want? You know what I mean? If you don't know what you want, then you, you can't you can't have an earth because the sun shines on the earth. The earth don't shine on the sun. Like, come on, brother. Like, if you obey the male, then you're not really feeling the way about this. This don't apply to you. I, I I would assume that it applies to beta males. But if you're more comfortable with having that feminine type of energy, then you probably be with a female who's a little more domineering, and then you're good. Um, but this podcast isn't for those people. 
this podcast is to make sure that, hey, you understand that, yo, you are who you are. You say what you mean. You mean what you say and you stick by that. And these are ways of reminding yourself how to do that and to stay geared and geared and locked in on that, man. Because sometimes you got to draw the line. You got to be prepared for, you know, what happens after it's drawn. Absolutely. And I think a meme that we had on Thursday that reiterates what we're both saying in a very profound way, right? Is that if we're dating, I want to be your second priority. I want your first priority to be you, your ambitions, your life, and your future. Because my priority right now is me and mine. Finding happiness and security alone is crucial to finding it together in a thousand percent. Because if you don't take care of you, that we is going to be infinitely diminished, right? And if you want to grow and thrive together, that is going to be a necessity for both of you. I mean, one can't really be outshining or holding, you know, holding it down for everyone if the other person is not, you know, holding up their end of the bargain. Because essentially there will be leeching off of you, right? So if you're not providing any value and you're getting essentially things that you haven't earned, you'll become entitled and not appreciate what you're actually getting. And again, as men, we're speaking to gentlemen here, I think we can all understand how that could be detrimental as gentlemen to have a lady in your life that only serves that purpose of wanting to be essentially want to be your son, right? As opposed to allowing you to be the son. And again, no one's allowing you to be anything. You're just going to be the son and whatever earth is going to, let's say, uh, be in your solar system will be luckily, you know, luckily to have you. Yo, like that's huge, man. It's like at the end of the day, guys, you don't gotta like change and be all this extra shit. I mean, like what's gonna happen is, yo, just tell your story, be who you are. And there's going to be women that are attracted to that. You know what I mean? Don't try to do it any, any by any other means. Just figure out who you are. Rock with that. Stick to that. Evolve with that. It'll fall in. Facts. And it, how about this? We're talking about uh, um, like logic and, and, and um, facts. Numbers-wise, this is actual and factual based on the numbers (laughs) if you pursue your goals you stick to what you need to do you are who you say you are your words match your actions every podcast that i've seen that we've been a part of women attract to that do that period you'd be good straight like that absolutely you'll be doing yourself a disservice by not doing that Right. By this, again, joining the collective and drown yourself in the sea of mediocrity and conformity. Why would you ever want to do that? Right. Because guess what? Those ladies that you desire aren't going to be drowning in there with you. Right. They're going to be treading water until a yacht comes by and be like, hey, pick me up. And guess what? The yacht is going to pick her up. Yo, uh, another thing is... um. <clears throat> We talked about being able to use your words, but sometimes you got to be like, like wildly direct. I tell you a way that I used to use, like to, like to push up on women. It's going to sound crazy, but I would insult them. 
like a subtle insult, just enough to get their attention. It doesn't matter if she didn't like what I said. The whole premise was really just to get her attention, right? So sometimes you're going to have to say something. Like, I mean, because let me circle back. I moved past that fast. If I can get her attention, then now she's listening to me. If I can get her to listen to me, then I can do what I want from there, right? But if I can't get her attention, then I'm insignificant, right? Keep that in mind. So I say that to say that say things the way that you see things. And if the way that you see things is so actual, like you got to be able to like assess yourself in this, right? You, but you, you know, you can't analyze and create at the same time. You got to do it one at a time, right? So those are two different processes. So first, first things first, right? Don't analyze and create and process at the same time. So with that said, yo, say whatever you want. You wanted an SMD? Yo, say SMD. <laughs> Straight like that, say it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, don't be like, like disrespectful when I say like insult. I don't mean like, you know, like, hey, you, you definitely look fat in that dress. That's not what I'm saying. But I mean, like, you know, tell us you got a big head or something like that. You know what I mean? Like really insignificant. You know what I mean? Like, who's talking to you? Aha. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but I know what I like. I know who I am. I know what I want. So that was a way that I would do it because it would separate me from anybody else who comes in there complimenting her, want to buy her drinks and da 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 this and that. Nah. But like, yo, move. Why are you crowding the bar? <laughs> it oh, I love that one. Like, yeah, what like what are you looking at? I'm sorry, do you have a staring problem? You gotta like you it, it's timing and it's the type of woman, but you could get it off. It's a numbers game too. Um, but definitely say whatever you want, man. Like, like sometimes you gotta be direct. Um, push yourself. You, you'd be surprised. Absolutely, because as KG alluded to, when you go outside of your comfort zone routinely you're going to have exponential growth with a compounding effect, which is so powerful, so valuable, not only in life, but also finances. So then you would have it percolating on both fronts, right? And I'm sure you can apply that concept to other aspects, one of which being your passion as well. Because if you log a certain amount of hours, you will be perceived as an expert in your field. Right. Yeah. Scared money don't make no money. Ah, <laughs> absolutely. So Yo, so KG, I appreciate you joining us on our first episode of SMV Radio. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I caught it in the beginning. I was like, oh, I got to do this. This is like that. So this, <laughs> yeah. man, I, hope, I hope this, is, I hope we do this a lot more. This is all Ab right. Absolutely. And on this channel, we're going to have more you know, guy centric content that'll, you know, lead to more episodes and obviously more questions by the viewers and more, more comments and testimonies by the viewers. Right. Yeah. We, we would love to have some guests on here as well and call in and perhaps ask for some advice. Cause as KG alluded to, if you're not, if you're not, let's say man enough to ask for help, then you're already, you know, sinking in a sinking ship already. The stand-up dude knows how to use his resources the right way. Make sure you use your resources, bro. Straight like that. Absolutely. So thank you once again, KG, and everyone enjoy their 
Saturday evening. Yes, sir. I'll catch you on the rebound, Josh. All right. Sure, they got me brainless. If you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit, it's like, why not? Why not put it into a podcast? He makes podcasts. He's here outside of the city. Pick his brain. I'm going to just be here. And you two were just going at it back and forth.